0: Welcome to The Working Mama Podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mummers on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of The Working Mama Podcast, where we deep dive each week into the lives of working mums, exploring the highs, lows, and everything else in between. Today's episode is particularly special because I'm actually going to take a moment to reflect on a year of growth, both personally and professionally. Reason being, it's easy to get caught up in the hustle. But you know what? Sometimes the most profound insights come when we pause and also look back. I want to say that... (sighs) This year, you know, every year seems to be, you know, a big year. Um, I was actually on the reflection with friends the other day of, you know, sometimes it's the worst year possible and then something else, you know, comes in. Uh, but I'd say that personally, I've probably had one of the biggest personal growth years of my life um, that I've really noticed profound growth. And that's what I also want to talk to you about today. So when we're looking back on on the year that we've had, you know, a few things that you can, you know, just from the outset as we're discussing here and, you know, take a chance to get a pen and a paper and just think about what has gone well Uh, and I'll go through that shortly. For me, you know, what hasn't gone well Uh, but also what have you really liked and what's brought you joy and happiness in the year? And the answer to number three about joy and happiness is probably not going to be the same as number one about what has been the best part of the year. I know that, you know, personally, for me, if I have to answer those questions, what's gone well? You know, I've from my corporate gig, I've had a promotion, I've had some great experiences um, from a working mama perspective. The podcast has gone really well. Um, and definitely getting my brand out there around working mama and you know having some TV appearances, that's been something that has been really good. Definitely on the challenge side, definitely time of being able to try and do everything that I want to do uh, has certainly been up there. And certainly a challenge in the last six months for myself personally has also been around my self-care. and one of those things for me is about being able to go for a run. I was really good in the first half of the year. Being able to sort of run every week, every fortnight, uh, I, and I fit that in when I work from home. And the second half of the year, I think because of winter and a few other things, it just fell by the wayside. And I have to say, I think upon reflection, my mental health personally was much better in the first half of the year. I think because I was getting out and exercising in that way. I felt a bit more sluggish in the second half of the year. So for me, it's something that I really has been a bit of a challenge. But then what have I really enjoyed? What has really brought me you know, a lot of joy for this year? For me, that answer is different to number one. And the biggest part that has brought me joy is actually by probably taking hold of my inner self and the stories that I'm telling myself and also my personal confidence. Yes, I may appear on the outside of, look, yep, she may appear as confident and things like that. But there's also... You know, my inner me, there's a hell of a lot of imposter syndrome, a hell of a lot of personal doubt at times and questioning myself. Yes, I'm sharing a lot here, uh, but it's just one of those things. And I think by working on that, it has made a profound impact on my personal outlook and also the way that I look at myself. And in that, I haven't done it alone. I have, first of all, I did the Odette Barry um, Hack Your Own PR course, which was the start of all this because she really gets, it's not just about learning PR, it goes so much deeper than that. And that really started to make me go, well, what do I stand for? What's my unique positioning? And yeah, I did have probably a bit of a freak out of like, I don't know what I stand for and what is working mama and everything else like that. Then at the same time, I was doing pre-webinar with someone and then another person who I knew, she was also on it and I was asking some questions and then her and I started this uh, discussion offline. This is AJ Davis and she's a mindset coach. And look, complete truth, probably 12 months ago, if someone said to me about mindset and I didn't realise how profound an impact it can be by working on your mindset. And I have to say it has been just honestly life-changing. I did, I think four sessions with her and that just totally changed it. She kind of gave me the, you know, the bit of the, the rah-rah pump up, but also just that reality check. When I said, yeah, this is just me. She said to me, do not just say it's just you. And it's, She goes, hold on to who you are and be proud of it. And there's so much about what we worked on is that then has then had a massive impact in the second half of the year. And certainly the stories that I'm telling myself, like even a couple of weeks ago, I when I was about to go on the Today Show and I was thinking, why am I doing this? Why? You know, why do I have this? You know, why am I talking about this? And I then thought, no, it's the stories I'm telling myself. You have earned this. You've got you, you've proven yourself through other appearances. You can do this. And then off the back of that, then it led to something else. And again, it's just that those internal storytelling and coming back to some of those, you know, really basic principles about what she told me. I have to say, it had a profound impact. Whilst I was working with AJ, a job at my corporate job came up. And I literally was ringing our head of recruitment to say to him, no, I'm not going to do it. I know someone else going for it. I'm not going to do it. And then he said to me, Karina, that's pretty career limiting. And also come on, just, just put your resume in, you know, just never know what happens. And also at the same time, I think I'd said to AJ, I'm not going to, she's like, Karina, you've got to go for it. Just put your hat in the ring and just see what happens. And look, One thing led to another. I prepared for that interview like I've never prepared for anything for in my life. And that was because of the confidence that I'd got. And also I have to say, going for a job, oh my goodness, it can sometimes be quite soul wrenching, but at the same time, it can also be quite a good reflection process to remind yourself of, oh yeah, I've done so many good things and look at what I've achieved in my career. And that's also what I took out of actually preparing for that interview. I was reflecting going, and this is, mind you, in the middle of this, um, you know, real imposter syndrome, personal sort of mental um, side of things that I was going through. That also made me go, no, Karina, you've actually done some really good things. You have, you know, done X, Y, Z projects and had some really fantastic outcomes and the like. And so then walking into that job interview, when they were asking me questions, I had the response ready to go. And I got the feedback of saying, Karina, not many people prepare for an internal interview that way. Everyone just takes it assumed. And I was like, Well, I didn't want to assume anything, and so that's the way that I prepared for it. And mind you, I've been with my com- my corporate good job for thirteen years, but the people that were interviewing me have really only known me for probably four to f- about four years, so they don't really know everything that I'd done prior, and uh, that a great interview. Then I then ended up getting the job just because of my performance, and uh, you know, obviously, earned the role. I did have some challenges of, you know, am I the right person for this? A bit of, of imposter syndrome. But I got backed. I got supported by, uh, you know, the senior management team. I got really good support and also acknowledgement. And then also, then from an industry perspective, it's I have to say it's so different when you get a job promotion and how people respond to you. And But that really gave me that that confidence boost that I was probably needing and looking for at the time. And if I hadn't, I don't believe, done that inner work probably two months prior around, no, that self-belief, I don't think I would have performed as well in the interview. So I'm not saying like you necessarily have to go out and get a mindset coach, but I have to say do some of the work on recognizing, you know, if you're not feeling right in yourself, recognize maybe what that might be but i have to say often it's about the confidence um factor it's also about the st- inner stories that we're telling ourselves and i have to say as i said at the start this is probably one of the biggest things i have learnt you know in in my life so far and look i had a this year's certainly been as well a roller of emotions um i've i've turned 40 i've had a milestone birthday in june and i think I've never really attached too much importance around age. and But I have to say that this number hit particularly differently um, and it really triggered that reflective process and really made me ponder as well at one point, where am I in my life journey? Am I where I wanted to be in my career? Am I where I was family and and kids and everything else like that? It's only natural that we set ourselves um, goals and sometimes they're very visual you know public goals other times it's sometimes our subconscious of look this is where we're sitting this is where I'd like to be and, and the like so that was that for me having a milestone birthday I, it really is at times that line in the sand of look okay how have my 30s gone honestly my 30s were I've had some of the worst moments of my life, um, for example, uh, terminating a pregnancy for medical reasons. And it, honestly, that was the hardest thing I and my husband had to, had to do and I think I'll ever do in my life. Um, but I've also had my best moments. I've had, you know, birthed earthside two beautiful boys. I've got married and, you know, definitely have some great holidays and, and things like that. And for me, that's that's a real highlight. So I've probably had my best moments and my worst moments all in the space of a decade. But at the same time, then, from a work perspective, I was like, oh, my goodness, where am I? What am I doing? And kind of a little bit, what is that next step? And so that's when I was thinking about what is that role? Um, I really also realised, you know, I have finished having kids. And so as a working mum, I'm going, okay, right, I finished that phase. That door is, you know, on having kids is, is closed. So what next? Uh, you know, I've got pretty good support around me. My husband and I definitely manage the juggle. We try and do it as, as evenly as possible. Um, he's also had a really big year in in his job. And and so it's one of those things that you're just like, right, and I kind of knew that once I'd also mentally before I'd had kids, I kind of knew that I wanted to get to this level. And then after kids, okay, what's next? I don't just want to be in that same role, you know, forever. And and that's where I think in in that mid-year in June. Um, it was, it's really that reflective. And it was funny how I was going through this, you know, mental sort of not really mental, but this personal confidence crisis a bit. Um, I was then also going for a new job and then I was turning 40 all around the space at the same time. And, but it was, as they say, you know, sometimes it's that, that perfect storm that you then navigate and look forward out of. And I have to say, I've kept in touch with AJ since and I've sent her messages at different points to say I couldn't have done this without without that that support along the way and and my biggest message to you is you know is and probably my biggest takeaway for this year is is to is to back myself and to believe in myself and I had a you know a sit down chat with um with my manager who's who's the CEO and and she said Karina I don't know what you've done this year but I can tell your confidence in your role has just you you just keep going from strength to strength and I was like oh I said actually spoke to someone and actually goes, keep doing whatever you're doing. And I was like, okay. And so that really also for me validated that probably at times when I may not have spoken up because I didn't have that confidence in myself to actually also have that self-belief. Whereas now I'm, I'm happier to speak up to myself. I'm going to back my decisions. Um, and I know that look, I'm doing it in the best place interest, you know, coming from the best place possible and, I keep doing that. And so those positive messages are coming out of going, okay, right, I've done something. Yes, I've had positive feedback. Okay, I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna keep backing myself. So I have to say to you, if you're you know, when you're listening to this, just please, if you are doubting yourself, look for those little, those little stories, those little bits of evidence that show you when you back yourself or you know, you can do it. And if you're lacking in confidence, find some stories that can help you out of that, that moment. So what are those five things, you know, say if you're returning back into work, one of those five really good examples about when you were having a really good time at work and you were, you know, really nailing it. If you're already working, having a bit of that self-doubt, what are those examples um, about doing it? What are those also stories that you're telling yourself and where are they coming from? And I have to say, do some of that work and you'll you know try and debunk some of those personal myths. We often say, you know, tell me a story and overcome it with our kids. Of no, no, you'll be you'll be fine. You can do it. Try and tell th- those same stories back to yourself. And I have to say it's definitely one of the biggest things that I have to say has really shaped me for this year and also really empowered me both personally as professionally. Um and I think, you know, imposter syndrome is certainly one of those things that we we really struggle with. Uh, we think, you know, you should, as working mums, we should probably be grateful for going back to work and grateful for having a job. Heck no, you deserve that. You've worked probably 10, 15, 20 years already in your career. You deserve to be where you are. And so just back yourself. Know where you are. Uh, and I have to say that, you know, you really... It's quite powerful when, you, when you're going through that journey. It's it's also uncomfortable. And one thing I've also learned now is that when you're starting to be uncomfortable, say, in a new role or a new experience, that's actually not a negative. It is so much more about personal growth. And so by growing, by being uncomfortable is actually a sign of growth. It sounds really weird um, and a little bit uneasy, but if you're leveling up, you're actually going to go through, just like as our kids, you know, they're you know starting to walk it's just they're going to take one step at a time they're not going to get it straight away it's going to be a bit uncomfortable for them they're going to have to learn how to balance but as soon as they can start to do those first few steps before we know it they're running and the same with you the more that you can work on your your confidence you know ignore those negative stories find those positive stories hold on to it and or even if that is creeping into you like as I said I had it the other week when I was about to go on tv had these stories creep in and going, what am I? Who am I to do this? And I was like, no, Karina. I caught myself. I literally like caught those those thoughts that were happening, and I was like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. Instead, I'm going to listen to the positive stories of, I've been asked. They've approached me. They've seen me before. This is the reason why. And I had to hold on to that and really work hard of ignoring those those imposter syndrome type stories. And I think lessons have been really abundant in the wake of, of these experiences that I've had this year. And some have been, you know, quite enlightening and others have certainly been challenging. And it's it's been, I have to say, you know, quite profound um, in, in the way that I've actually come through this growth. And also one of the things of uh, being on TV and and the whole process of of getting approached and I had this someone actually asked me would you would you would you do it and I was I had this one moment of no I can't do it I won't be available but then another part of me then goes no Karina just say yes like what is the harm in saying yes and that's what I did and so then I'm rewriting that internal story and I have to say you know, before I knew it the next morning at quarter past seven, I was appearing on national TV talking about t- the topic of childcare. But I have to say as well, it was a testament to the power of saying yes, but also embracing the unknown. I'd never been on TV before. I had no idea what it's like to be in a studio, to be staring down the barrel of a TV camera and going, I don't know whether to look left or right and what's actually going on. Uh, but I have to say, that also this experience has reinforced the notion that positive thinking can open doors to, I have to say, places that never imagined. I thought the first time I was on TV was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing, you know, such an experience and such an honour. The next time was such a different brief that I'd got to, to be on there and it was like, right, they kind of know what you've got to do. The next time, two, two literally two minutes before I was back to go on the Today Show, the computer died And I had to quickly use my phone and it was, you know, talk about stress just before you go on, again, national TV. And it was just like, oh, my goodness, but kind of tried to hold it together. And before I know it, I'm getting messages from friends saying, well done. But, again, it's one of those things of just I didn't think I didn't allow myself to think too long. I just went for it. And I was like, right, back of myself, I'm just going for it. So I have to say that the overarching lesson for this year has been 100% to back myself unapologetically. I don't have to answer to anyone except for myself. And I have to say it's also about drowning out the negative stories and reminding myself that, yes, I can have a part-time executive role, be a dedicated mum, run a business, and navigate the world of media and everything else that goes on with it. And also run a podcast and network and do everything else and you know everything else that it is and be daughter, mum, sister, wife, everything. It's also about embracing posit positivity and recognizing that often we are the sum of the stories that we choose to believe, which I think is so true. So as I conclude this introspective journey, and I have to say it's been quite open and honest and I've shared it all with you. Uh, yes, there have been some tears. But there have also been a lot of highs. And I have to say that 12 months ago, if I'd said this is what the journey of this year was going to be, I would never have guessed it. Am I thankful for backing myself and investing in myself? 100%. And I probably wasn't 100% believer of, to an extent, of some of those bigger ticket prices. But particularly, you know, Hacker NPR has just paid for itself over time so many times. Um, working with AJ, but then also working on myself. And that is priceless. And that's something that, you know, you can do all the training in the world, but you've actually got to go away and implement it. And that is what's so critical is that you've got to set about that at the time. And so I really, you know, as a, as a listener, I really urge you and take a moment for your reflections. And I've been thinking about this a lot over the last couple of weeks. And so I've really been thinking about how do I want to share this with you. And yes, it's probably not as structured as what I'd like it to be, but I'm just being completely open and honest with you. And so you take a moment to, to reflect, as I said at the start, think about what's gone well. Think about what hasn't gone well, but also think about what you've really enjoyed, what's lit lit you up. And then also there might be an element there of what's made you sad and, and what's made you unhappy. And, and each of these elements, there's always going to be a learning. So if there's been a challenge or something that hasn't gone right, there's a way in that of going, okay, what is that? And what do you then need to change or modify into the next year? So with that, you know, also think about what are the stories that you're telling yourself with each of them? You know, that I'm sure the negative stories are probably going to be a lot, but also try and look at for those highlights. Look for those really positive stories because that will also be what you can hold on to for the next year. And also the negative ones might be what you need to flip. How can you change that narrative around? What are those stories that you're telling yourself? For example, you know, for me, no, you can't go on TV. What are you to talk about that? But then I flip that around of, look, I've been asked. I haven't stuffed up yet. They've liked me. They've asked me back a number of times. Okay, I must be doing all right. Um, you know, certainly the stories of like, even I've sometimes doubted myself with the podcast, but then I then have feedback. I have really positive engagement around it. I love talking to the guests. I'm going, no, okay, back yourself. So that's also here, you know, what stories are you telling yourself and how are they propelling you forward or how are they holding you back? And also I have to say, remember that you are capable of more than you think. And I'll go back to what I said earlier. We are often the sum of the stories that we choose to believe. So, Mama, I really would like to also take a moment and say thank you so much for listening in 2023. This is the last solo episode for the year. Next week, we're going to do a pre-recorded episode, but I just with a guest. Uh, but I just want to say a massive thanks. Uh, you've got no idea that you know if you've got to this point of the of listening how much it means and I honestly love bringing the podcast to you I've always had an aim that I want to just pay it forward to one other mom at least to help them stay inspired to have the belief and the narrative that yes you can work and have a career Um, you know you do it on your terms and that's what's the most important part about it as well Um, we will be opening doors to the Working Mama Village next year. It probably will take a slightly different form and actually a bit more of a a program to help you through it and we all go through the journey together. Um, But also if today's episode has resonated with you, I'd love to share this on social media and don't forget to subscribe so you can actually hear about more empowering stories. And I'd also love to hear about what your suggestions are for future topics. Uh, I'd love or if you've got a guest that I'd love to interview, so that would be absolutely amazing so I have to say mama take some time out either with say maybe a nice glass of champagne or uh, maybe with a coffee and you know just reflect on you know what's what's gone well how you can improve for next year what would you like to um, improve on and also what's made you happy that's what we need to also hold on to so A massive thanks and congratulations to you for everything you have achieved throughout the year, both personally as well as professionally. And until next time, keep thriving, Working Mamas, and have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite podcast catch-up. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.